This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Yeah, we mentioned it a couple minutes ago. Looks like the Horns may be putting something back together in the Big 12. Huge road win in Norman last night. Uh, we will touch on college hoops if we have time with our guy Jimmy Patsos of Monumental Sports Network in just a moment. But welcome back into BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Chris Mack, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth with you. Trend or truth? 20 minutes away, some numbers we've dug up, and do we think they actually mean anything, or are we kind of casting a little bit of a sideways glance at these trends? And lightning bets before we wrap up as well. Uh, But we got to bring Jimmy in and ask right off the top. Jimmy, we started the show talking about it this morning. Adrian Griffin, maybe Doc Rivers, Giannis, Dame, Oh, Milwaukee, and it's a mess. What is going on there? Well, I just spoke with my wife, and we've decided I'm ready to go back into coaching. I will accept the Bucks position. So <laughs> we've made a decision right from the college ranks to doing pre and post with the Wizards to the head coach of the Bucks. I know I can handle it because they have two of the top ten players in the league. I think it's one of the more interesting. That was a joke, everyone who's listening. But what do I think? I think Joe Prunty's a really good guy. He's done this before because he stepped in when Jason Kidd was gone. But they had three bad losses. They lost to, like, the Cavs, the Jazz. They gave up a bunch of points to the Pistons. It's a mess. They have a much tougher schedule coming up. So the average person thinks, oh, they're 30 and 13. What are you doing? If Giannis isn't happy, if Middleton's not happy, and if, and if Dame's not happy, and I, and I don't know that for a fact who it was, you cannot continue down that road when your window is closing. Look, the Celtics, Porzingis, Tatum, they got a nice little group there. I was just up in Boston. I was up for the high school, had the, you know, Cooper Flag, Ace Bailey. They're all coming. Well, they were in Springfield. Brad Stevens is there. So you get a lot of buzz about how the Celtics are in a good place. Then you start to hear that the Bucks are not in a great place, you know, that the Knicks might want to get another backup center. But OG and Anubi, they feel they won that trade. So they're coming. Are the Cavs waking up? We don't know until the Cavs can win in the playoffs. Pacers make a big trade. There's the Bucks. Well, they're the second-best team. Vegas has them as the second-best odds. They're starting to give up a lot of points. They lose three bad games in two weeks. They beat the Pistons okay, but they gave up a ton of points. You can't waste this year and a half to two-and-a-half-year window if that's what you think it is. I don't know Adrian Griffin that much. I know his son, really good player, Stepanak, who played at Duke. Not heard nothing but good things about him. So what do you do? Stock Rivers, yes. I also wouldn't mind seeing Jeff Van Gundy. I, I think, you know, he'd be an interesting guy to come out, can handle big media teams. And they're not, it's not that Milwaukee's a huge media town, but they are the Bucks and they've won it all. They're a defending champ from two years ago. 
Like that's it's a real that's a real the circus is coming to town when the playoffs started. Dan Gundy can handle all that, yet he can really coach, and he might be somebody totally out of the box new that we both that everyone here knows. Aaron Joe, we all know this, Chris. For ninety days, are you kidding me? Dan Gundy's probably a breath of fresh air for the next two or three years. Absolutely. If you want to try to make runs with the guy, make it. Like, I think it would be interesting. Doc's different because that's sort of rolling out the ball. And that's how I mean, rolling out the same old play. Doc hasn't quite come through since the 2008 Celtics. However, I love Doc Rivers. Huge fan of his. People forget what a great player he is, but people forget he played at Marquette. He's a Chicago guy. And I love the bloodline of, you know, back to Marquette. So those would be my two choices. Am I totally surprised? I'm surprised. Am I shocked? No, but that window is real, and the East is getting a little tougher with the moves people are making, and we have a couple weeks till the trade deadline, so while it's one of the more interesting situations, I don't think they stay with Plenty. Somebody new is coming in there. Another fascinating layer to this, Jimmy, was apparently Doc was involved in giving advice to Adrian Griffin during the in-season tournament, and now he might be stealing his job. Um the comp that we've heard a lot over the last 24 hours is people have brought up the 2016 Cavs. When they got rid of David Blatt and they bring in Ty Lue, we know the rest of the story. Do you think that's fair? Is that a fair comp with what's going on with the Bucks here? I mean, he's a former player. Now, Van Gundy's not a former player, but yeah, you, look, it, it's just the windows. It's a tricky window. You know, I'm in Washington where – a couple of years ago, Wall and Beal, best backcourt in the East. I mean, really, really promising when I first started my job. Unfortunately, John Wall gets hurt. Beal seems to go in a different direction because he doesn't have enough supporting cast. You've had Bobby Portis. You've had some other players on the team, including our friend in Denver, okay, that the, the, the two-guard in Denver from Georgia, okay, who Contavious Caldwell-Pope, who never load managers to go with Bradley Beal, Porzingis in Boston. Where did it go wrong? I don't know, but it slipped away, and now we're in a rebuilding mode, which is the right move. The Wizards are making the right move. You know, probably Bilal Koulibaly is probably the only untouchable guy. I think they're going to have some nice pieces. I'm a huge Kuzma fan. But three years ago, we were heading towards, can we win two, definitely a first-round game and possibly a second-round game. We added good pieces. It just didn't work. Was it the coaching? I don't know. Scott's a friend of mine. I'm not going to say that. But whatever happened, happened, and now here they are. I'm not saying Milwaukee's in the same situation, but it is fragile in this league. You know, this is a fragile league. You know, the Warriors are intent, and I'm a Steph Steph Curry guy. Like, it can slip away. Denver seems to be poised. Sure, of course, Minnesota and OKC are young, but they can be beat because they're young. Who else is coming? The Kings, they couldn't get over the hump last year. They didn't even win a series. So, like, where are you going with all this? They're trying to win with an MVP. Dave Lillard, Middleton's coming back. They kind of have the position between the Celtics and them. They're probably a deeper team. We can't waste this time right now. And so I understand that. And if that's what the Cavs thought, and it won 2016 work with LeBron, I'm a big Ty Lue guy. I actually recruited Tyrone Lue. We couldn't have a scholarship, so we helped him go to Nebraska with Danny me because we had a connection. Like It's all connected, but Tyrone Lue was the right guy at the right time. And if that's the way it goes, that's the way it goes. You know, Doc Rivers went – Doc Rivers really, they say, could have won three finals. You know, he went to two finals. World met a piece hits a three in the corner. LeBron James has 50 in the garden, including three bank shot threes. That, that three-year window, Doc won one title, but he could have won three. 
that's a lot of experience, you know. So what do you want? But you can't waste this time if you're the Bucks. I kind of applaud them for taking the, the plunge and saying, we're going to fix this now. Remember what I said. If you're, if you're out there gambling and you don't want to bet on the Bucks, they have the toughest last two months of the schedule in the whole league. They have the toughest schedule in the league the next two months. Maybe they saw that. Well, let's talk about that. They got to win now. They are playing tonight, hosting the Cavs. You have to cover this spread, right, Jimmy? Like, you can't fire Adrian Griffin and then go out and not do something spectacular tonight. You would think. I mean, they're favored by seven over the Cavs. I told you, the Cavs have, the Cavs do better when no one's paying attention to them. They're, they're an interesting team. And, you know, I talked about how I'm happy with what the Wizards are doing. And the Wizards battle. I'm not, I'm not joking around. But, like, they got to look at a team like Cleveland. All of a sudden, you get the right player in Garland. You get the right player in Moby. You get the right player in Sexton. Maybe you make a trade. Like, I really like Cleveland. They're right on their heels. I think it's too many points to lay. And by the way, if they happen to catch him, then they'll really want a new coach. Joe Prunty won't get it. But, you know, look, the Bucks are what they are. They're never going to be a superb defensive team, but they've got to play a little bit better defense. So if they do, but Cleveland's been playing. Cleveland has very quietly climbed up the ranks there, and they're right behind the Sixers in my mind. The Knicks just, the Knicks are like really interesting and Odenubi and OG Odenubi, but they beat the Cavs last year in the first round. But tonight, I think the Cavs actually are ready to battle them. I don't think that's just an automatic thing. And I also think some interesting things could happen in the Warriors game tonight against the Hawks. They haven't been good on the road, the Hawks, and I really like the – I think the Warriors are about to, like, spurs it on, and and I think they may be in the mood for a trade, too, to see if they can make one more run. So those are the two I like. Uh, I I won't mention the Timberwolves-Wizards because I'm not – you know, I work those games, but I just – the Cavs – I wouldn't take the Cavs lightly tonight. They've been playing well. Jimmy Patsos of Monumental Sports Network with us here on BetQL Daily, also a consultant for Under Armour Basketball. Let's talk college hoops, Jimmy, for just a couple of minutes, and let's start with what we saw last night. Uh, Kentucky, ugly performance offensively on the road at South Carolina. We're seeing increasingly that teams, if you're in a conference of any quality, going on the road is a completely different game. We're getting to that time of year than playing at home. We might see it tonight in a couple opportunities as well. Illinois visiting Northwestern, Auburn visiting Bama. Um, just how much bigger is that home court advantage at this time of year and than, than it is really any other time of year and as it has been the last couple of seasons? Yeah, I would say, look, first of all, I think Auburn can win it all. You know, Texas Tech, is, you know, full, full disclosure, I watched the under on the teams closely. Texas Tech's been great. Wisconsin had a huge win last night. But I watch every team. And there's been some really surprise teams this year, and there's been some really disappointing teams. Like Colorado State's really good. Seton Hall's battling in the Big East, but they, they still have some work to do. They're at home tonight against Providence. I like Seton Hall because they're really tough at home, and he's, he's, he's really a tough coach. And they play defense. They play hard. Well, you start looking at those home court advantages. Last night, South Carolina, that, that place, is, they've done a really good job of Lamar Paris. Michi Johnson's good. He's, he's a transfer. He's really been playing well from. They lost one game to Georgia at home. Other than that, they played really well at home. They have a really good schedule. South Carolina's in the tournament if it ends right now. Calipari's got a funky team. He's, got, he's going so young. He's stuck with the young thing. 
you know, playing really young guys and getting all those high school kids, that's harder these days. And it really gets harder on the road. Everything's a little different on the road, you know. I think that was a huge win by South Carolina last night. I never, I'm the old saying with Calipari, you don't have to bet on him, but boy, don't bet against him. You know, but he's due for a run. I was in the stands when he lost to St. Peter's, you know. He just, they lost in Indianapolis that day to St. Peter's. That was the Michigan made a run. Michigan's now a mess. But, like, you're talking futures. I like South Carolina. I think that team is really, really good. I, like, I think Bruce Pearl can win it all. I don't know if Kansas is deep enough. Houston just has this look. Kelvin Sampson, remember, he was in the Big 12 before at Oklahoma. He's got this look. St. Mary's is a quiet team out west that's put it together, could finally dethrone Gonzaga. But my sleeper conference is the Mountain West. I might take the Mountain West as a group. Like, you know, it's not just Colorado State. It's not just San Diego State. It's not just Nevada. It's not just New Mexico. Utah State's awesome. Like, they really are. They've really put it together. Speaking of Utah, Utah's doing well in the Pac-12. But they're all much better at home than they are on the road. The ones that worry you is like, why is Arkansas losing at home? That, that's an oddity. Why is Missouri losing at home? You know, those are the ones that you should start to look and say, if they're losing at home, is there some issue there? Because the crowd's there, the fans are there, as you sleep in your own bed, all that kind of stuff. So I think tonight, I really think that Seton Hall has a really good team at home. I really kind of have a feeling that Notre Dame is in a situation where Miami is a much better team. Miami was a 25 top 25 team and fall in their way. I think Miami might find their way. See, they have a veteran team. They can go in and go on the road and beat Notre Dame. I think Auburn, I just, Pearl's team is playing at such a high level. And then, you know, is Indiana State? That's a weird one. Like, can they go to Illinois, Chicago tonight and just roll them? You know, I don't know. You know, Illinois, you know, Illinois, Chicago, IUC, it's not going to be some raucous crowd. The one I really am most interested in is St. John's hosting Villanova. Because Villanova has answered the bell this year when their season's been on the brink. And this is another one of those little gray areas where they keep playing well, kind of down. Play well, go kind of down. I think St. John's and Patino, they got something up their sleeve. And I have a feeling they're going to be ready tonight at home. Because I do feel your home, your home, you know, the home advantage is really big in college. But also, if you have a veteran team, you probably can handle that a little better. And I think that's, don't be fooled. Calipari is really good. They got a lot of good players. But he's going with young guys. I just wish he could keep them for two years because I think it would really pay off. But that's a lot of kids want to leave just so early. I wish most kids would stay two years and then leave, and then Calipari would really have something. Jimmy, great stuff as always. We appreciate the time, man. Thanks for making it for us. Take care. Jimmy Patsos of Monumental Sports Network with some thoughts on the Bucks as well as the world of college basketball. And I don't. He's got a number of plays there for tonight. That now I'm going to have to go brush up on. Of course, Seton Hall. I mean, I we, I, I I was considering it, Chris, but it would have been risky. I was considering asking him about the Super Bowl, and then you would have been mad because there's no way we're hitting the break. <laughs> like we're gonna go. He'll be talking when we to return the next from segment. the break. Yes, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I was like, should I do this to Chris? Should I try and squeeze in what, the Super Bowl picks? Even if I tell him we got 30 seconds, like, no, it wasn't going to happen. Oh, <laughs> you want to be on BetQL Daily, do you? Okay, let's just, see. I'm going to ask Jimmy a question with 45 seconds left and see how you handle it. Just, just wait till he starts squeezing in his hockey picks. 
Because those are coming oh, soon. Oh, I love Jimmy it. Yeah. I love it. Great, great stuff from Jimmy. Coming up next, there are numbers out there. Do they mean anything or do we kind of disregard them? Trend or truth on the way? Alongside Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth, I'm Chris Mack. You're locked in coast-to-coast on the BetQL Network. The BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. And welcome back into BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Alongside Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth, I'm Chris Mack. Lightning bets before we wrap up. We got college hoops plays tonight, I think. We got some NBA. Uh, Let's see. Maybe we even sprinkle a couple spots uh, as well on games for Sunday as well, which is where we go for this week's edition of Trend or Truth. It's trend or truth on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. That's what I'm talking about. Let's take some trends. Let's talk about whether we believe in these things or not, or they're just numbers. And let's start with the big one that I think everybody keeps citing. Um, I alluded to it earlier, Aaron. Patrick Mahomes. 8-0-1 in his career as a road dog. Uh, Trend, or is there some truth to this? Man, this is a tough one. So I also saw, per John Ewing, Mahomes is 8-3 straight up, and and 9-1-1 ATS as a dog. There's just some some intangible there, isn't there, with Mahomes? You just don't want to count him out. I felt like we saw it last week. We were waiting for it most of the regular season. I'm going to say there's some truth to it. There's something there. I can't really put my finger on it, but it's Mahomes. And even though he doesn't have these elite receivers, his current pass catchers like to drop and fumble and do all these things. There's something there where I just can't count them out. The most amazing part of the stat is eight and three straight up. As a dog, mm-hmm. not just a winning record, but a dominant winning record. Nine one and one ATS. Everybody knows that, but the the eight and three straight up is amazing. It is a small sample size, right? For a guy that's played this much football at such a high level, it's a small sample size because he's so great. Because his teams have been so great because of him. Um, but still, it's truth. But just because you're saying it's truth. Like, and and I've said it for years. I think we all have. Blind bet this dude when he's getting points. Like, I'm fine with that. If you do it most of the time, it doesn't mean, and if I'm saying truth here, it doesn't mean that you have to bet on Mahomes uh, this weekend, but it's tough to go against it. Yeah, I think it can be truth, and it can also be a spot where, like you said, you don't necessarily play it because – uh, look, trends become truths, um, despite not always hitting. It doesn't doesn't have to be a hundred percent, and so I think that's the case here. Where you know, I, I still really like the Ravens. 
uh, Sunday afternoon. And it's not because I think this number is, you know, faulty in one way or another or doesn't add up. I think it's just the Ravens are the better team and better equipped for this spot as well. So, you know, when we wake up Monday morning, Patrick Mahomes will have another L in the column as a road dog, I think. But I don't think it's because this is merely a trend that's been pieced together with, you know, duct tape and and tinfoil like MacGyver. I, I, I do think it's truth, but I just don't think it hits this weekend. Um, another one we've got, Lions on the road, 8-2 and two against the spread in their last 10. Uh, trend or truth, Aaron? Lions on the road, eight and two ATS. Gosh. Oh, man. I mean, I guess trend. I'd have to look at the specific matchups and stuff like that. Like, I'm not really sure. Were they underdogs in most of these? Like, what all went into that? But I'll just go trend here. I wouldn't look too much into this. Yeah, it's been a mix. There have been some softer matchups early in the year. Green Bay was looked at as a softer matchup. In the end of the year, that was not the case. Um, Chargers, Saints, Bears. I don't know. I think it's kind of trendy. And I will say that under Campbell, they're very good against the number. But, okay, so week one, they beat Kansas City on the road. Remember, no Kelsey in that game. Um, there were some other games at Baltimore. They got whipped 38-6. to At the Bears, <laughs> non-competitive. Bears crushed them 28-13. to So they're – yeah, it's – I'll say it's pretty trendy. It's not like I look at, oh, my God, the lines are on the road. I got to bet on them every week, you know, because they have such yeah. a great ATS record. That's so pretty trendy to me. And also, like you mentioned, Dan Campbell, like the one thing you can say about this Lions team is they don't – they're biting kneecaps, so to speak. Like they don't give up easily. He does have them fighting till the end, so that probably plays into it as well. But I'd rather have them at home. Like if you're betting on the Lions, you'd rather have them at home, right? It's not like you look at them yeah. on the road and be like, oh, I got to do that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, like you said, that's what makes this trendy. I mean, you got to go all the way back to probably the opener at Arrowhead, right, to find one where you go, oh, okay, there's a real legit team that, they, like you said, Green Bay's in there, uh, but there's a legit team that they took care of on the road. It, it, it is, it's stacked up against a pretty soft schedule with a couple of ugly L's against the spread and just straight-up losses as well in there. But you mentioned Dan Campbell, Aaron, so let's go back to that well. On the Lions, 17-4 and ATS as a dog of four or more points under Campbell, which is where we're at on this one, seven. Um, 17-4 and against the spread as a dog of four or more points. Um, This is where, though, like I come back around to the crazy Dan Campbell shows up and it either shocks the world and upsets the Niners or they lose by two touchdowns, three touchdowns because he goes for it on fourth and six from his own 12. And this is going back 21 games. Like maybe the lions were better than the books had them as, you know, um, and they've been trending and getting better uh, every week. So I don't know if that's going to make me want to back them necessarily. Did you guys see Stephen A. Smith, by the way, who's like pounding the table for the Lions to win, basically? 
Really? Well, if Debo doesn't play. <laughs> oh, okay. If Debo doesn't play, mm-hmm. he likes him kind to of, win out, right? Kind of a big caveat there, Stephen A., but thanks for going out on that limb. Hope it holds up. But <laughs> do you think that's – okay, so we look at the numbers on and off splits. It's bad when Debo's not out there. But this year, this version of Debo, is it as impactful as previous years? It's like game to game. Like, I don't think so. So I, I don't think so either. But I, I, yeah. What I what I look at, or like I talked about earlier when I was talking about Jawan Jennings being one of the biggest liabilities, is it's not so much the impact that Debo himself is having; it's the negative consequence of simply not having him there. And you saw that when he was out for a couple of weeks and the offense struggled. I think that's a bigger part of it than, oh, we don't know how to score points anymore. You know, think back to the offense before McCaffrey was there and it was Debo this way, Debo that way, Debo six ways to Sunday because that was the only way you had to generate explosive plays for the most part. Um, They've got other ways to generate explosive plays now. They found those, but the absence of Debo makes it easier for the opposing defense, even a terrible secondary like the Lions, to try and prevent those explosives, I think, which is one way to look at it. Um, Let's go back to the AFC side. Seven games versus playoff teams this year. Lamar Jackson, 71% completion percentage and an average of 250 or more passing yards in those seven games. 17 passing touchdowns. So... Lamar putting up numbers through the air against quality opponents. Trend or truth, Joe? Does it kind of feel like if Lamar's engaged, if he's all hands on deck, like there's nothing you can do? Yes. <laughs> if he's healthy, if he's prepared, if he's motivated, it's like we're we're kind of at that level right now, and we've seen it this season. Okay, the playoff teams that they faced, okay, you get Houston twice, um, crushed them both times, right? Um, Let's see, Cleveland beat them by almost four touchdowns. Uh, Detroit, not even close. Uh, There was a close Cleveland game, but divisional matchup, that was a coin toss at the very end. Uh, San Francisco, a huge game at the time, beat them by a couple of scores. Uh, Miami, forget about it, 56-19. to Jeez. Normally we talk about that with like bum slayers, cowboys, dolphins. Look what they don't do against the great teens. It's the opposite with the Ravens. I think it's truth. <laughs> and that wouldn't worry me as much, like catching an L against a bad team here and there as it would the opposite. Right. Like you could just what are you make about the Pittsburgh? argument that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So maybe Lamar wasn't engaged. He wasn't as motivated there. He'll be motivated in the conference championship. So we're not worried about that. Yeah, I think I think the divisional angle, you know, you mentioned the the one Browns game, Joe, the Steelers loss. Um, There are spots in the division where I don't know if it's a lack of engagement or motivation or what it is, because. But but he just he, he doesn't come up as big as he has in these other games that we're talking about against quality opponents this year. Do you guys have any, Joe? Uh, I've got another Ravens-related one that's been out there. All right, so teams coming off a huge win in the divisional round. 
Since 2009, seven teams have entered the conference championship coming off a 20-plus point win. Seven. They are 6-1 and one straight up, and the home teams are 5-0 and oh in that sample since mm-hmm. 2009, last 14 years. However, if you branch out to 2003, record not as strong in those teams that are coming off a 20-plus point win. Trend or truth, teams that have a huge win in the divisional round are teams that you want to back on Championship Sunday. I'm going to go with truth. I think, you know, you mentioned the 5-0, and especially for home teams. I think there's something to be said for not having to completely spend yourself to get through the divisional round, right? Um, it looked like Baltimore was going to have one of those kind of games in the first half against the Texans. You're like, man, Houston's going to stay in this thing. Who knows? One mistake can turn things the other way. And then, of course, it didn't end up that way. The second half was all Baltimore. But to be able to not even let off the gas or exhale, I can't come up with the proper analogy for, for what I'm trying to say, but to just not have to kill yourself to get through the divisional round, I think, gives you that confidence, that energy going into a conference championship game, especially at home, that that's more than some, than, than something trendy. I think there's a lot of truth to that, Aaron. I do too. Health, you know, momentum, confidence. Perhaps this team's just more dominant, um, like you do see with a one seed. So, yeah, I'm going to say there's truth to this. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason. You don't just win a divisional round game by 20 or more. And it's random. Like, there's a reason you're able to do that. Um, usually a, a home game for those teams. And so then, what, does it carry over? I don't know. It's probably not a momentum thing. It's a, the really damn good thing. So, yeah, yeah it's probably it's probably more truth. Yeah, I, I, I think we're all together on that one. Aaron, do you have any you want to throw at us? I don't. I was mostly looking at those Mahomes ones. So that was... Th- the main one that I had. Yeah, I, 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 I keep coming around on that one too. It may be the, it may be the truth, but um, I just don't, I just don't see it holding up this weekend. Most popular yeah. bets for this weekend at BetMGM right now. Lions money line plus two sixty. Most popular bet at BetMGM. Lions plus seven, right behind it. Then you've got Chiefs money line at plus one sixty five. Ravens minus three and a half and to round out the top five Chiefs plus three and a half most popular total on either side Ravens Chiefs Joe over the 44 and a half and I I keep thinking the opposite on that one I I keep thinking we get a 24 20 ish kind of game and just come in just under that that feels like there's an overreaction to what happened this weekend. I'm not saying that the Ravens can't put a number similar to the one they did against the Texans, but the overreaction part is what the Chiefs did against the Bills, right? And what the Chiefs offense has done the last two games against two beat-up defenses. Like, how, how is that Ravens defense involved in a shootout? We've seen it a couple times this year. We just mentioned that Cleveland game. But it hasn't happened much where both sides are just getting, getting all those points. Mm-hmm. Coming up next, feels like we've been a Milwaukee-centric show all day, so grab your cheese head and get ready (laughs) because it continues as we get ready for lightning bets. Some news out of 
Wisconsin, don't you know, eh? Uh, on the way, and our favorite plays of the night as well, alongside Joe and Aaron. I'm Chris Mack. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. by BetMGM from BetQL. The news just continues to roll in from the beautiful state of Wisconsin where what? Strowski would move just a couple hours north. He'd probably be a king. They would probably been there? shower him in Rose. Pe- yes, I've been to Milwaukee several times. <laughs> I have for not. what? Uh, Would you go for cheese, uh, beer, cheese and beer? The women. Yeah. I mean, for, for the no. Fonzie statue. Hey, um, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, speaking of Milwaukee, uh, man, uh, when the news hits, the news hits. Uh, Joe Brady out. See you later, uh, defensive coordinator. He takes the hit for Joe Barry. Sorry, I said Brady. Joe Barry out as defensive coordinator. <laughs> In Green Bay, uh, <laughs> Lafleur says, nice guy and all, um, but I like to change defensive coordinators about as often as I change my underwear, so we'll give that one another <laughs> shot. And Woj reporting that the Bucks are finalizing terms with Doc Rivers. So, Milwaukee sports fans, best of luck to you today. It reminds me of uh, what you've been dealing with over the last couple of years with Matt Canada. Now what are Packers fans going to complain about if it doesn't work without (laughs) Joe Barry? And I understand the confusion. Same first name, same number of letters in the last name, same initials. So that's certainly understandable. But, yeah, it felt like Barry every time they lost. Oh, it's his fault. Joe Barry. Joe Barry again. So, I mean, when you remove that, that's – even, how are you going to upgrade with that at, at D.C.? I mean, they, they, they need some more talent there. And by the way, the injuries every game, like your best corner, you never know if he's going to be playing Jair Alexander. And right. is he going to stick around? Or doing I, stupid things sus- before overtime. <laughs> yeah, they're suspending him for a game this year. Like, how are things going on there? So, yeah, I don't know. I But overall, like even though they're, they end up firing the defense coordinator, which they probably should have done, it was a huge win for the Green Bay Packers. Like that NFC North all of a sudden was laughed at, I'd say, going into the year. But now you look at it, Lions in the NFC Championship and what they've built in the trenches. You don't, even with a horrible pass defense, they're still here. So you don't think they're going anywhere. Packers, arrow pointed up. We'll see about the Bears. Vikings have a massive decision. What are they going to do at quarterback? But top to bottom, as deep as any division in the NFC. Yeah, but you're right. It feels like the Packers are still moving in the right direction, Aaron, right? Uh, Defensive coordinator aside, I mean, you you found your quarterback. That much can be said. Um, And you start to stack up some weapons around him and do a little bit of a reno on the other side of the ball. And I think they're in a good spot to compete with Detroit going forward. 
I think they're in great shape. You get some defensive players in the draft. There seems to be more defensive coaches available than offenses. So I think they'll be in good shape moving forward. You think somebody's going to hire Ron Rivera? I was just going to say Ron's interviewing with the Eagles. I really, I'm seeing him take interviews. I think somebody's going to hire him because yeah, it's so bad in some spots. Go to uh, BetQL app on X, at BetQL app on X. We got a Bucks poll in there you can vote on. Um, yeah, Ron Rivera getting interviews. Cliff Kingsbury getting interviews. I mean, run, run out all Cliff. the same old retreads. I don't know. I'd hire uh, Cliff. Cliff's got to have an established quarterback, I think. That's why I'm right. saying thanks, but no thanks here in Pittsburgh. But. That's a different story for a different day. Uh, Milwaukee fans can feel uh, well for football, Aaron. Um, Yeah, jeez, God, slow the roll. What Um, what job? (laughs) Wow, now that's where we draw the line. (laughs) Okay, analyst. Oh, not football. Quality control coach. Quality control. Yeah, he's he's the get back coach. All of a sudden, Aaron's bringing Uh interns back. Every, every company got rid of them. But anyway, uh, you said it. Anyway, so there you go, Milwaukee fans. Hit us up at BetQL app on Twitter. You got Reese Hoskins signed in the last 24 hours, too. So there's that. All right, lightning bets time. Joe, what do you got for us? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, college hardwood will start going with Alabama. Reason being, uh, coming off a bad loss, couldn't hit any threes, less than 20% over the weekend on the road. That's not going to be the case at home. And you've got an Auburn team, people very high on. I understand why, but they haven't played anybody. Prove it to me first, guys. Uh, I'm going to take Bama as a favorite. It's up to three and a half. So give me Alabama there. And you got to play this Bucks angle, right? Come, Come right back at it. They fire Griffin after a win. You expect the players to be very pleased they got their way. Now, what what are they going to do moving forward? Don't know. Sounds like Doc. We'll we'll see. Um, that that didn't become official yet, did it? As far as on Doc, um, I don't think it's official. Official. It's really I think close. It's official. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty official. If it is Woj official, seems yeah, like it's usually. happening. If it's not the draft, Woj is pretty good. So. It's probably <laughs> going to happen. <laughs> now that everybody make their jokes about having a three-one lead, of course. But uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Bucks minus minus six and a half. I, I think the next week or so, even though the schedule is getting tougher, this is going to be a positive thing in the short term for backing the Bucks on the spread. I will do that tonight. All right, I wanted to back him on the spread, and then Jimmy scared me, so I'm just going to say. Giannis, he's in a great mood, and he had a triple-double on Monday. Maybe he knew that the head coach was getting fired, and he was just in a great mood. So uh, I'm going to bet on Giannis triple-double plus 550, and I'm going to do the same thing that I did with Jokic last night since they both hit a monoroll. As an insurance policy, I'm also going to bet Giannis points, rebounds, assists over 52-and-a-half. That way, you don't know where you're going to get it from Giannis. Just do PRA, right? So he had 55 the last time they played the Cavs, and he can easily go over 52 and a half. Yeah. All right. I'm not backing your Bucks plays. 
I'm staying away <laughs> from the NBA tonight. Um, I, I, I will them. celebrate with you. I will celebrate with you tomorrow morning when they hit. How about that? Uh, I mentioned Northwestern uh, undefeated in the Big Ten at home so far in conference play. That's only a few conference games at home, but 9-1 and one overall at home this season with just one loss way back in November. So hosting Illinois, give me Northwestern plus the three and a half. Tempted to go money line too, but let's not get too crazy. Um, I'm going to add one to the card for Sunday afternoon. After talking to Brad Spielberger, after playing a little trend or truth with some of the numbers that Lamar has put up against good teams and decent defenses, Lamar's passing prop, 211 and a half. I'm going over. Going to add that for Sunday afternoon. And then I got. A little bit of an NHL play for you. Uh, Colorado hosting the Caps tonight. The Caps have given up 13 goals in their last three games. The Abs have scored 17 in their last three. So we're going to take Colorado on the puck line and take the over six as well at BetMGM. Paul? I can't. I can't with this Doc and Bucks love. What are you guys doing? This is the arrested development mean. Oh, it didn't work for those people. Maybe it's it could work game. for us. It's a one, one game. game. No, nobody cab. bet. Nobody bet a title catcher. Fire the head Money coach line. Fade <laughs> the right. hell out of Doc. How does this guy keep getting jobs? Plus, it's not about Doc. Money lines. It's not the playoffs. You're this a hair, by the way. What what are we know, doing with the hair today? I don't know. It's a, little, it's a little East Ventura, a little like <laughs> Slim this Jim a, Man. This is a look I've really never seen. Uh, Blowout, maybe. Yeah, is I noticed it, that earlier. Oh, I was like, am I going on camera hair? with this? I guess I am. Feathery. You do for a haircut? Say, yeah. Or no. Feathery. Yeah, I was actually looking at haircut appointments today, but uh, my girl's booked. so And then she's not back in until next week, so... I looked oh, at it man. yesterday. There were openings. Right. I didn't right. want to commit. There was going to be snow and stuff. And now I'm Go barber shop. Barbershop or salon, Paul? Barbershop or salon? That's the key question here. Come on. Look at it. He it's said a, my girl. It's a barbershop. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You, you said your girl. Barbershop. I wanted to check. Oh, I, I thought yeah, salon it's, for it's sure. It's got a Latin vibe. It's like, it's like. Oh, now we know. Of Wait. course it does. This is Paul <laughs> Aspen going to an establishment. Play, of course it is a Latin they, vibe. They play Feliz Navidad the whole time. <laughs> uh, no, only during Christmas time. No, the hip hop is mariachi. on point. Like, there's some, some uh, J Balvin. It's a, it's a good vibe. Good people, good vibes. You can have a beer if you want, but it's dry January, so, you know. Still? Wow, thought, good for I you. I thought you lost. I, it's well, still January. What? I thought you lost. I thought you gave up, so it's over. I, I did, but I'm finishing strong. There okay. you go. Just a little hiccup. A little hiccup. Um, so, yeah, calves. Calves. That's all I got. And then calves. Our, our golf is starting right now, so can't wait i hate this like i mean i understand I'm why you don't want to go against oh, championship sunday it. yeah wednesdays yeah, are great throws the schedule off as i said before the show yeah. big wednesday guy probably goes back to my days as like yeah. a wednesday thursday days off kind of guy back in the day that's maybe that's where my love of wednesdays started a little one o'clock i need paul you know, aspen's brain game studied the in the a lab one day <laughs> big wednesday guy big wednesday why? guy i like the show like wednesday it. That was good. We need a 
we need a list because the number of times the sentence has been uttered, big blank guy. Like you could insert like Mad Libs, like fifty. I have heard that about Paul actually. (laughs) That he's a big one. Big blank guy. Big baby rice guy. Okay, you guys need. Relax. We're not doing the Hickory style, sweet baby rays. But when I saw it in Target, I was hey, like, you're, man. You're the one that, yeah, I, I was all the barbecues you could, could ever want tomorrow, yesterday. I was like, I like you when said, I go down the sauce. aisle and I see a whole wall of barbecue sauce, I'm just sitting there laughing by myself. I can never like, see barbecue sauce man? the same. Oh, man. It's no, really none of us will. No. Yeah. No open It's got pit. a nice yeah, Latin line. thanks again for joining us uh big thursday guy here if anybody cares and that's what we'll do tomorrow (laughs) continue to push through to conference championship games on sunday for jake for paul for joe for aaron for gurch on the video i'm chris mack thanks again for joining us here on betql daily presented by betmgm